Hello and welcome to Theater 5 from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Theater 5 presents Barefoot in Athens. All winter, Mike. Looks like the termites got a. Oh, we gotta face it, Seth. The Sarah Bell's getting old. Yeah, you expect them summer folks to to ride this thing? They gotta get to the island somehow. They was complaining last year. Well, wait till they get a look at this driftwood. Now, now, Seth. She's corked up like a pickle barrel. And it looks like one. You're a victim of social pressure, Seth. That's the trouble with people. Let life close in on them. Mm. I don't hold with worrying about the way things look. Oh, I could glue that tar paper back on the cabin. And if you and Joe found some paint, I guess I'd let you clean her up a little, but she's seaworthy. Uh, and summertime, more important things to think about. Monica Dean? Hmm? She's coming back, huh? Now, that's where I make an exception to the way things look. Monica's a girl who looks like a girl should look. I know, I know. I heard it all last year. Come on, let's take the ferry to the island. See how she shapes up. Oh, dreadful old boat. Even worse than it was last year. Look at that tarpaulin. Harold? Mm-hmm? You haven't taken your nose out of that paper since we left New York. Stop reading and help me decide where we're going to put Mother. She's your mother, dear. You know where to put her. Monica won't be coming out for two more days. Maybe she could pick Mother up at Grand Central. Morning, Mrs. Dean. Oh. Welcome back to the island, sir. I'm sorry I couldn't get off the bridge earlier, but we're short of hand. That's all right, Mike. By the looks of the Sarah Bell, I'd say you've spent your winter studying. She is kind of a scavenger, isn't she? Get your degree this year? Sure did, sir. Full-fledged engineer, huh? Oh, no, sir. I gave that up. Gave what up? I took my degree in philosophy. Philosophy? Well, that's too bad. Sir? What I mean, Mike, I... I'm disappointed. Well, I'm sorry about that, sir, but... How's Nikki, Mrs. Dean? Monica is very well, thank you. Is she, uh... she coming out later? In a day or two, with my mother. Uh, I don't believe you've met Bert Maxson, have you? He and Monica were inseparable this winter. Hey, my boy! We're coming in! Um, see you again, sir. You didn't have to do that, Grace. Do what? She didn't see Maxson more than a couple of times, and you know it. Oh, all the pity. And Mike's called her Nikki ever since they were kids. Childhood playmates are all very well. 
the thought of Monica with that shiftless fairy hand. Get my bag, please. Oh, Mike. Kiss me again. Mike! Time for the island run. Oh, Nikki, I thought you'd never get here. Mike! Get up here to the bridge! Winters are too long. Wait. You take it, Seth. I've got business here in the cabin. I loved your letters, Mike. I just lived for them. But the wonderful thing is now we don't have to write. Oh, Mike, now that you've got your degree, just think. We can get married the way we planned. And did Daddy talk to you about the job? Well, um, yeah. Is he, he sweet? Tell me everything he said. Nikki, the, the thing I'm trying to tell you is that, um... I'm not an engineer. Mike, you didn't fail. No, I I, uh, I just didn't finish my major in engineering. I switched. Switched? When? Well, a long time ago. To what? Philosophy. Philosophy? Well, you know how it is. I've, I've got a feeling too much of life is engineered anyway. What? My dad killed himself following the prescribed patterns. I don't want us to do that, Nikki. A man ought to draw his life freehand, not with a blueprint. Bloop! There's, there's got to be a time to breathe. Oh, Mike. I figured if I studied some of those old barefoot philosophers, I, I might find out where that time is. And you're going to let everything go just so you can find out how to breathe? Well, I think that that is the height of selfishness. Now, wait, Nikki. I want That's you to... been my trouble. I have waited. As though you were serious about it. I am serious. I'm 23 years old, and I'm not going to spend my life waiting for you to learn how to breathe. Daddy offered you a wonderful job, and you want to go barefoot. All right, go barefoot alone. I'm through. Nikki. Let go of me. No. Our chance to be independent, to have money. I guess that's what it comes down to. I don't have your ambition for money. Don't make me sound mercenary. If money's all that important, I guess you'd better go back to Max... His name is Bert Maxson. And don't think I won't. This is the Hawk Island Ferry, I take it? <laughs> you take it if the captain runs it, son. Well, something wrong? Real troubles with the captain, not the boat. You see... Uh... I, uh, I don't think I'm interested. I know all about the captain. Where is it? I've not missed the boat, have I? No, me just hove in around the slip. More fool ways of traveling. If it's not molding underground, it's ferry boats. Name's Casey. What's yours, young fella? Oh, really? Oh, didn't mean to embarrass him. <laughs> you got a name? Seth Williamson, ma'am. Uh, you going to work on the island? I don't yet. My plans aren't made. I've got to find out how I like it. Now, what's that thing drifting in? Ferry, ma'am. I'm supposed to cross water on that? Oh, we'll get you there. I sure won't bet against it. Here you are, Seth. Get the line. Uh, stand back, folks. All right, folks. If you'll get aboard, we'll be leaving right away. You feeling any better today, son? Uh, mind your own business. Uh, shall I take your bag, ma'am? No, if this thing goes down, I want something to hang on to. <laughs> you go to uh, Harper's Point? That's right. Who are they, Seth? 
Uh, I don't know the young fella. Kind of unfriendly. Uh, the old girl's going over to work for somebody. She's real nice. Bossy. Oh, you're going to sour on everything just because... Never you... mind. I don't like to see you this way. I was telling Joe I thought you was going to get married and... Never mind. Cast off the line. I'm leaving. Have a good trip, ma'am. I sure hope so. Turn around, young fella. Turn the boat around. What? My umbrella. I left it on the pier. Oh, it'll be all right, ma'am. I'll, I'll pick it up for you next trip. You see to it. That thing cost me four dollars. Where will you be? Now, bring it on up to the Deans. You know them? The Deans? Mm. I beg your pardon. Are you working for them? You know them? I'm on my way there. Good. You can give me a lift. I, I beg your pardon? I said you could tote me up in your cab. Tote you up in... And next time, young man, before you start turning up that nose of yours, be sure you're not sponging on the hospitality of my family. Family? Casey, you're Mrs. Dean's mother. Well, she had to have one somewhere. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, Monica has spoken about you. Mon... I know who you are, so I might as well introduce myself. I'm Bert Maxim. Oh, yeah. Mike Farland. I know. So do I. Who's he? A guy with shoes. And you? Me. I'm barefoot in Athens. <laughs> Hello, Mike. Nice night. No? Yeah. Shoot yourself. You don't want to talk about it, don't. Talk about what? Why you went chomping up the hill with that umbrella? I thought you had it in mind to see Monica. So? Did you? No. Reckon you got cause to be jealous then, huh? Oh, who's jealous? He's got better sense than to be serious about that stuff, shirt. You tell it's stuffed with money. Hello there, son. Oh, Mrs. Casey, uh, did you see her? Did you explain it to her? Why, you knocked him down? <laughs> it's not that easy, son. I saw him with his arm around. I know. And he did call you a... A deckhand. How do you like that? If a man's got values beyond money, he's no good, huh? You remind me of my husband, boy. <laughs> Casey had himself a dream, how to live, too. Well, I don't think I'm dreaming. Seems to me there's some pretty open secrets about living, Mrs. Casey. I couldn't tie Nikki down to the kind of a squirrel cage life he'd offer her. I don't like to see everything human chopped up in the money mill. <laughs> you got any objection to money? No, I just don't like the way you, you get it. People lose too much. They lose each other. <laughs> Casey all over. Kept dreaming about striking it rich. Crazy Casey called him. Fourteen years he chipped away in the Rio Doro stake, <laughs> laughing stock of the county. Then one morning he came howling out of that mine with a nugget the size of an eagle's egg. Twenty-two million the Doro paid him. <laughs> Casey and I shared that dream a long time. It was even better than the money. That's what I mean, Mrs. Casey. If there's something you can win out of life, it's it's better than the money. Yeah. You like that girl? I'm crazy about it. I'm in love with her. So am I, son. We're not going to let her get wasted on him. I got an idea. 
What? Son, we're tearing this to pieces, beginning in the morning. Tearing it to... What, the Sarah Bell? Why? So she's decommissioned, that's why. So she can't be fixed up straight off. We're going to give them all something to think about. up the folks Yep, that's the idea, Seth. But the commuters were scheduled to make the mainland run. Seth? Huh? Throw those pipes on the junk over there. Pipes? These are the compass fitting. Lady says throw them on the junk. Here come the commuters, son. I'll be right down there. Hold them off. What's going on, Mike? Sarah Bell? I'm afraid so, Mr. Dean. She's a pretty old tub, you know. But I've got to get back to New York. I can't afford to be held up. I've got an important meeting. Mother, what are you doing in those filthy dungarees? Now, don't be so all-fired grand. You lived in them till you were 17. Grandma, what are you doing here? Never mind that, Monica. Question is, how are you all going to get back to New York this shining morning? You mean that thing is out of order? Uh, well, you see, she's old, Mr. Burton. Maxson. Bert Maxson. I cannot remember that name. Anyway, everybody knows old things get out of order. It's what you call obsolete in good business terms. Well, when something's obsolete, you throw it out. Unless it makes money. Uh, right, Nikki? I'm not speaking to you. But you're a service here, Mike. The island relies on you. No, I know that. But a service, well, that's not a practical idea unless... Never uh... mind all that. How am I going to get to New York? Well, you could fly. This is no time for jokes, Mike. I know. It's time to get to New York. That's why I chartered the seaplane. Seaplane? She's out starboard of the Cerebell. You got a plane? That's right. $44 to Wall Street, tax included. Forty-four dollars, Mike? That's high. Very high. You say the subway fare? Well, now, wait a minute. You mean the Sarah Bell's permanently replaced by this thing? Yes, sir. She's outmoded. No place for easygoing things like her. Too casual. It's up and do it these days. This is an outrage. It's piracy. Oh, didn't I say round trip? Mike Farland, you are the lowest, most opportunistic... Most enterprising, most inventive man you know. You and your barefoot philosophers. Well, you were right, right about that, Nikki. That was the silliest idea I ever had. Silly? All God's children got shoes. Socrates didn't. Now, look what happened to him. Shoes. The whole answer is good, sensible shoes. I hope I ever see you again as long as... Monica! Well, folks, anybody interested, just jump into the rowboat, and Seth here, he'll take you on out to the plane. Four dollars. Outrageous Seth. <laughs> you got it made, boy. Well, maybe, but I don't want to take that kind of money. It scares me. I mean, I don't like the way Nikki ran off. Son, tears are the best thing we've had out of her yet. Abby. Yeah? Be, um, be gentle with a Sarah Bell, huh? Come on, Mike! Grandma? For a girl mortally wounded... You sure didn't go far. When does the plane come back? 6.30. He's a tycoon. Keeps hours. He's a fool now. He'll never be happy. Since when are you concerned about that? I'm not. Grandma, does the Sarah Bell have to be dismantled? No sense keeping an old relic around. I guess not, but coming to the island won't ever be the same without her. 
You get here faster, you stay here longer with the plane. But the Sarabelle's one of the happiest thoughts I have about this place. Well, Mike's a captain of industry now. But there was something... Oh, I don't know. Kind of calm and graceful about the Sarabelle. That plane is going to be fast and efficient and frantic. Oh, Grandma, I'm so stupid. Now, now, can't let an old ferry boat do that to you. But it isn't the ferry. It's everything decent and good and pleasant. And it's Mike, too. What's that plane going to do to him? Why, it's going to make him a fortune. But he doesn't want a fortune. Some nice girl might appreciate it. Listen to that horrible thing. First thing you know, he'll have a dozen of them and he won't be himself anymore. He'll be just like Bert Maxson. I don't want that. Well, I'm going to do something about it. That's what I'm going to do. Sorry about this rowboat, folks. We'll have a good, fast launch pretty soon. There you are, Mrs. Dean. Soaking wet. Hello, Mother. Daddy. Well, Grace, how was the trip? Good and fast, huh? (laughs) Are you Mike Farland? Well, what is this, Monica? You know who I am. Just say you're Mike Farland in front of witnesses. I'm Mike Farland in front of witnesses. Take this envelope. What is it? It's an order to cease and desist. Cease and desist what? Dismantling the Sarah Bell. Oh, now, wait a minute. I represent the holder of a mortgage on that boat. Mortgage? My dad owned it outright. Do you know a Mr. Atkins? Sure, he's my uncle. Lives up on the point. Well, the mortgage was issued to him in the amount of $25. When? Right there, see? February 1912. You mean my uncle's waited since 1912 to ask me for $25? He's not asking, I am. You? I bought the mortgage. And when I say cease and desist, I mean cease and desist. You leave the cerebell alone. Nikki, you own a piece of the boat? Yes, I do. And as a legal partner, I've got a few things to say about you, too. I don't like the image you project. Image? I've got a right to protect my investment, haven't I? Well, sure, but... Then take off your shoes. Look, have you lost your mind? Harold, he's taking his shoes off. You're darn right he is, Mother. And so am I. Oh, Mike, I want to learn how to go barefoot. Teach me how. Sure I will, Nikki. But the best way to learn is in your own... House? The cerebellum. You mind if I carry across the gang? Seth, get those pipes back aboard. Mother, this is indecent. Now you come back here. No, Mother, I won't. And I may never wear shoes again. Presented Barefoot in Athens, written by Richard McCracken, directed by Warren Somerville. In the cast, Carpenter, John McGovern, John Gibson, Elspeth Eric, Holly McIntyre, Abby Lewis, and Elliot Reed. Script editor, Jack C. Wilson. Original music by Alexander Vlastotsenko. 
Orchestra under the direction of Glenn Osser. Executive producer for Theater 5, Mr. Lee Bowman. We incur comments. Write to Theater 5, New York 23, New York. That's Theater 5, New York 23, New York. Speaking. This has been an ABC Radio Network production.